Glory to Jesus Christ. Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their histories, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is a story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith, courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the Light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by Eastern Christian Publications, where you can find the prayers of the Catholic Byzantine Daily Office at ecpubs.com and by easternchristianmedia.com, a broadband network for you to learn more about the Eastern Catholic Churches. That's easternchristianpublications.com. Glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome to Light of the East. I am Father Thomas Loyo, your host. In the Bible, there is a scene where the apostles are getting a little bit perturbed at children that are coming and gathering around Christ. Because, you know, the apostles are, they're all about the business of, you know, walking with Christ and preaching and so on. And Jesus says to the apostles, don't, don't shoo them away. He said, let the children come unto me for such is the kingdom of God. So the question is, how do we bring children unto Christ in the life liturgy of an Eastern Catholic church, such as my own. What is their place at liturgy? Is there a place? First of all, do we have young people? That's a big question now. And how many do we have? And when we have them, what do we do with them? How does the Byzantine church and its liturgy, its catechism, parish life, how does that help to bring children unto Christ? In other words, in the particular way, the particular gifts of the Eastern Catholic churches, that's what we're focusing on. We, of course, present the gifts of both the Eastern and Western lungs of the church here, but primarily the Eastern church. So what is it about the Byzantine church that can help bring children to Christ? And I'd like to emphasize, it's a personal observation of mine, that it's vitally important, vitally important. I think this is a key, actually to helping our children not only grow up in the faith while they're growing, but also to stay with it and to even pass it on to their children and their children's children. I think the key is, not a guarantee, but a key is, as you often hear sometimes, getting to them younger. Get them at a young age. In other words, give them an exposure and experience of the church and its liturgy and its riches right out of the womb even before the womb, because, you know, they say children can sense things even in the womb, so that their whole fundamental existential experience of church is good. It's already doing something to them from the moment they're born, even before they're born. I think that is the key, but hopefully that experience is a good one. In my parish, I'm proud to say that I have a young lady who, a mother, young mother, who has written a book relative to young people, to babies, in fact. And her name is Stephanie, Stephanie Potts. 
She's married to Luke Potts, and again, a member of my parish. So, Stephanie, I'd like to welcome you to Light of the East, Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to Him forever. So, Stephanie, you heard what I said about the Byzantine Church's liturgy trying to incorporate and help children to come to Christ. Now, you took the initiative to write a little book, and this book is called On My Way, A Love Letter from Your New Baby. So tell us about that book. First of all, what is the book about? What do you mean by On My Way, a love letter from your new baby? So essentially it's a book from a baby in the mother's womb to their big siblings. Oh, their siblings. Okay. Oh, very good. (laughs) And why did you write this book? We have four children, Luke and I. We have four children. And there's actually four and a half years between our first Isaac and our second Daniel. Mm -hmm. And uh, coming from the education background, that's what my degree is in, education. It's very important that we read stories to help children learn. Mm-hmm. And with Isaac being four and a half when Danny arrived, I looked for every big sibling book I could to read to him. And there's lots, tons of big sibling books. But one thing that I noticed that was really missing that I was really looking for was something talking about the relationship value. Lots mm. of books did really a great job explaining changes, Mm -hmm. that you are going to have to help mom and dad, you're going to have to be patient, but it almost made the baby look like an object. Oh, mm -hmm. It objectified the baby. Hmm. And I wanted to personify the baby and um, prepare them for that relationship that they were going to... So this is a a book that, for instance, a parent would read to uh, the older sibling. Yes. And that will help that sibling be prepared for the coming of the new child so that uh, in case there's, well, there's always sometimes some jealousy and and changes. Yeah, exactly. So this is on my way, and it's a love letter from your new baby. And it's illustrated by, her name is Maria Cristina Nell Lopez, right? Yes. Did you know her? I did not, no, but oh. we both work for Honey Drop Kids, which is um, a Christian-based children's publisher. Oh, you, you work for them too, you said? Uh, they published my book, so they were oh. the ones that we worked together to put it together. Okay, so tell us about Honey Drop Kids. It's honeydropkids.com. They're a Christian publisher? They're a Christian, Christian-based publisher. Is it for mostly for children or... Honey Drop Kids is for children. They do have a parent company. It's Coleman Jones. It's oh, their uh-huh. parent company that does adult books. Oh, okay. They do adult books. Now, it said that when you open the book, it says this book belongs to, and you would write in what? So you would give it to the big brother or big sister. You would write oh, okay. their um, sibling, and then you can write who it's from as far as maybe did mom buy it, did grandma buy it, whoever purchased it for oh, the big okay. sibling. And you dedicate this book to your four greatest gifts, Isaac, Daniel, George, and Emily. Those are your children, right? May you always foster a relationship with each other. And above all else, foster a relationship with God. Love, Mom. Very, very nice. Very nice way to uh, begin this. And you're, you're saying here a relationship with each other and a relationship with God. And that is, that's something, as you, as you mentioned, something that's not always out there with a children's books and so on, the, the idea of a relationship, not just like an object or an adjustment, but a relationship with one another and with God. Now, in the the uh, the next page, it says, before you give this to my awesome siblings, will you please write in brother or sister for me on page one? Thanks, your new baby. So it starts out, page one is a picture of the mother with the baby in the womb, and it says, dear big, 
and I'm encouraging them to personalize it to really incorporate that um, big sibling. So you can write big brother, you can write big sister, or um, you could even add a name. Oh. So I see in the, in the illustration, it shows a woman pregnant. They're very nice illustrations for children, big full page, colors, and so on. And the it shows the woman pregnant, and it shows like an image, a kind of a silhouette of the child inside the womb. So they get to see that it's a real child, a person yes. developing there. Okay, so they put their name in. Then it goes on, the next page, it says, God has sent me on my way. I cannot wait to become a part of our family. I am your new baby. So this is what you would be reading, right, to yes. the, the oldest sibling. And do you do this? Now, you've had, you have four siblings, uh, I'm, you have four children, and, and they are, are their four siblings. You then did this for each sibling as, as the next baby came? Um, I actually... I wrote this when I was pregnant with Daniel for Isaac oh, okay. um, because uh, Toni Morrison once said that if there's a book that you want to read but you haven't, uh, it hasn't been written yet, then you must write it. So um, I wrote it when I was pregnant with my number two, Daniel, um, but it actually was not published. God has a funny way of doing things because it. <laughs> uh, I, I joke with my publisher that I birthed two babies on the same day and they weren't twins. Um, it was not published and actually live for people to purchase until um, the day that I gave birth to Emily, my last one, my oh. fourth one. Oh. Um, so unfortunately, I didn't get to use this for my own children, but I'm really hoping that it will benefit other families. Well, you might still get to use it, right? Uh, maybe <laughs> we'll see what God's will is. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now people can purchase the the book. You said they can. Yes, it's um, for sale on Amazon.com, Walmart.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and BooksAmillion.com. Oh, can you can you get it right from the publisher or no? Just just right from those just sources. from those sources. Okay, yeah. and again, it's called On My Way: A Love Letter from Your New Baby by Stephanie Potts. So, Stephanie, you have the four children, and you have been attending our Byzantine Catholic Parish. Tell us a little bit about other ways in which you try to incorporate or draw your children to Christ, especially through the experience of their church, you know, this church. Sure. Um, actually, that was the biggest draw for me. I was uh, I was brought up Roman Catholic, and that was the biggest draw for me to our church mm. now, um, was the fact that the kids were intertwined in the liturgy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the one thing I remember sitting our very first visit to the church was watching all the kids and the kids taking care of each other and passing the faith on themselves, because mm-hmm. it says... Um, it takes a village to raise a child, and yes. that's what it is. It's, yes. it's the, the older kids teaching the younger kids, and mm-hmm. that they see that it's not just our family that has these beliefs, that it's the whole church that has these beliefs, and that there's other families that are just like us. I get a kick out of one of your, your little boys when uh, we have this custom of after the gospel's read, well, during the gospel, the children stand around. They come up forward. They stand around as though they're standing around Christ. Like he said, uh, let their children come unto me. The, the gospel's the word of Christ, so it's like Christ being present. And we, they even have their own little banners that they hold. And then they kiss the gospel book. I remember one of your boys, it was, well, they're still little, but he was even more little, <laughs> littler. Uh, man, man, he was so proud to do that he came running up and he actually grabbed the gospel book in his hands and pulled it to his face and <laughs> kissed it almost took it out of my hands you know and the thing for a kid it weighs a ton you know because it's got the metal but it was so cute how he was so so sincere and earnest about that he just grabbed that book and took it to his face and just put a big smack kiss on there and (laughs) ran 
then back to where he, where you were sitting. <laughs> I'll never forget that. It was so, he was just so like, passionate. Yes, yeah, so passionate about it. <laughs> well, when we come back, we're going to continue to talk with our guest who is a mother of four. In fact, she had a baby recently and she wrote a book that is When a Baby is on the Way. It's a book for siblings to help prepare them for, and this is very important, help prepare them for relationship with the sibling, especially the new one, but also with God. And her book, again, is called On My Way. Again, it's a book that you read to a, a child when there's going to be another baby on the way. On My Way, A Love Letter from Your New Baby by Stephanie Potts. And again, Stephanie, you can get this from Amazon. And where else? BarnesandNoble.com, Walmart.com, and BooksAmillion.com. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the Eastern Lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support. In order to keep Light of the East on the air, you can make a donation now by going to ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com. And then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. I'm Father Thomas Loya. I invite you to experience Lumen Christi Institute September webinar series, Eastern Catholic Theology in Action. Learn about the distinct liturgy, theology, spirituality, and discipline of the 23 Eastern churches in communion with the Roman Catholic Church. This webinar series begins Thursday, September 3rd at 7 p.m. and every Thursday thereafter in September and on Thursday, November 12th. Some of the lectures include an introduction to liturgical mystagogy presented by Daniel Galadza, University of Regensburg, a theology of wonder, an introduction to the poetry of Ephraim the Syrian presented by Andrew Hayes of the University of St. Thomas in Houston. These Eastern Catholic Theology in Action webinars are presented by the Lumen Christi Institute along with the Beatrice Institute and sponsored by the Tapered Life Institute. To register to access these webinars, visit lumenchristi.org. That's lumenchristi.org. Hi, I'm Bishop Earl Boyer for WJKNAM and W227BYFM, Good Shepherd Catholic Radio in Jackson, Michigan, and you're listening to Light of the East. Welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Lawyer, your host. And we're talking about what Christ said to his apostles, and they were a little perturbed at children. And he said, no, 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 let the children come unto me, for such is the kingdom of God. We're talking about how the children can come unto Christ by way of their experience in their Byzantine Catholic parish, or any Eastern Catholic parish. In particular, we're talking about my parish, because that's the one I know best, and also proud to say I have a member of my parish here who wrote a book for children. It's actually for a child who's going to have another new brother or sister come along. And her book is called On My Way, A Love Letter from Your New Baby by Stephanie Potts. As I look through the book, Stephanie, and, and again, this is a book where a parent is reading to the existing child because the baby is on its way. And there's one page here, it says, in fact, it's on page nine of your book. It says, mom and dad may need help by having you grab a diaper for me and some wipes. I will need help holding a bottle. That page there, again, you know, truth is simple but profound. The book is very simple because it's for children. It's got beautiful illustrations, nice, big, colorful illustrations. 
And it's very simple lessons, uh, one page at a time. But this particular one stands out for me because there were five children in my family. I'm the second oldest. My sister and I were what they call Irish twins. We were born a year apart almost to the day. I guess they call that Irish twins, even though we're not Irish. <laughs> well, my sister is since deceased. So that leaves me as the oldest sibling now. And I had three younger brothers. So there were four boys and one girl. And the girl was the oldest, then came me a year later. And because I was the oldest boy, I remember fondly helping my mother and my dad take care of my younger siblings. And in fact, they say that especially for the teenage years, when you have a teenager, one of the best things for a teenager's development is to have younger siblings, which again, another reason why bigger families is very good. It's a very good thing all the way around. Now, we're not telling anybody go out there and have a whole lot of, you don't have to be the Duggar family, nothing against them. I mean, I admire them. I admire big families. I'm not saying that because right away people get all nervous about, oh, these kids can't afford them. That's another topic for another day. I'm just saying that bigger families, whatever that means today, bigger families are actually generally very healthy. It's a very healthy, formative environment. I think little by little, we're starting to see that, and eventually, hopefully, we will. The church was right. God was right. Be fruitful and multiply. Trust in God. I'm not talking about being irresponsible, but being trusting in God. So when you have children, especially once they become a teenager and they have younger siblings, it's actually very, very formative. It's very formative in terms of their preparing for their own adulthood when they will become parents. But also it's formative in terms of their own self-image, their sense of getting out of themselves and caring about others. They have to care for a younger sibling. And this page here, page nine of your book, that's why it strikes me. It says, it says Mom and Dad may need help by having you grab a diaper for me and some wipes. I will need help holding a bottle. I think it's very good. And it's very interesting you included that, that you're asking, you're telling the child that they're going to be part of raising that, that child as well. And they're going to be a helper. So they feel part of it. Uh, they feel in, involved. And I remember, in fact, I boast to this day, or sometimes when I think my younger brothers are getting too smart for their pants, I'll say, listen, I used to change your diaper, buddy. <laughs> I, used to, I used to help feed you. I used to hold the bottle over you and put a little food in your mouth, you know? So I used to help my mother with my younger brothers, and I, and I really liked it. I enjoyed it. It was formative. It was, it was also bonding. And whenever I see my, my younger brothers now, of course, we're all middle-aged, I look at them, and I, I do remember them fondly, vividly. I think of them still as those little guys in diapers that I actually helped change diapers. I helped feed them, looked out after them, held them, and, yeah, you, know, you thought nothing of it, you know? It was all just part of family, and it was very formative, and I actually enjoyed doing it. I would, I would actually ask my mother if I could do this. Hey, Mom, can I do that? Now, there were certain diapers I didn't change. I left for her. <laughs> Other ones I did. <laughs> I was okay with those. The other ones, no, that's mom's specialty. <laughs> so anyway, I want to I want to uh, just mention that in this book that that this is simple, but it's actually very profound. Especially this page here that you're you're telling the child that hey, I may need you to help with the little one, with the new one. You know, it's not like you're all my focus is on this little guy and you're going to feel a little kind of like neglected or jealous or whatever. But no, no, we're all going to be a part of this together, and you're going to help. So I really have to admire that little that little. Little but profound truth in, in this book. So again, the book is by my pressure, Stephanie Potts. The name of the book is On My Way, A Love Letter from Your New Baby, Stephanie Potts. And again, you get it from Amazon and also, where else, Stephanie? BarnesandNoble.com, Walmart.com, and BooksAmillion.com. So Barnes & Noble still doing okay, huh? Yeah. 
we had a bookstore out here. I don't know if it was nationwide or whatever, but it was also called Borders. But they went out of business. And uh, now we still got Barnes & Noble. It's a good thing bookstores are still around. Yes. <laughs> and uh, congratulations on, on this book. Thank you so much. And getting back also to how we draw children to Christ in the liturgy. You know, our liturgy, and you were mentioning about this, about the involvement of the children, even we're going to call it kinesthetically or in a tactile way. You know, children are very tactile. They're very kinesthetic. They learn through all their senses. Their senses are very heightened, uh, especially the sense of touch. They like to touch things. And what we've done in our church is we have the custom in the Eastern churches to enter a Byzantine church, an Eastern church, and in the Latin rite, they genuflect as a way of entering the church and usually bless themselves with holy water. There's usually a little holy water font in the back of the church as you enter. And then there's a genuflection, which means you go down on one knee facing towards the altar, the Eucharist, the tabernacle. In the Eastern churches, we do something similar. And when we come in, we bow. We don't genuflect, we bow. There usually is not holy water fonts in the back. Usually we keep our holy water in the church, but in the container in which it is blessed on January 6th, the great, great blessing of water. But we walk in, we bow, and we usually go to an icon stand, whether it's a stand, decorative stand, where there's an icon on it that we reverence, either by bowing or kissing it, saying a prayer, and then we light a candle, which is next to that icon. There's a, usually a candle stand next to the icon stand. Well, in our church, what we've done is we've we got these small, these short icon stands, so and with a smaller icon on it, so the children can do it. So they learn when they come in, they bow, and they have their own icon to go to. So it's not just an adult thing. You wait till you're adult. Is you're right away when you're young, you come into that church and you're already experiencing uh, the right way to do things in the church already as a child. As we mentioned, the children hold banners with icons on them during the gospel. They're very proud to do that. They kiss the gospel book. They stand around the gospel. And a little custom that happened at our church, uh, some of this happens kind of spontaneously, but it's 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 in keeping, it's in concert with the character of the liturgy. Uh, well, during the homily, they, they tend to like sit down at my feet. <laughs> I remember one time I had a substitute priest and he was called on the spur of the moment because I, I got ill that morning. I could not do liturgy. So this priest was so kind and he did his mass as a Bible priest. He did his masses at his own church and he beat it up to my church to have liturgy here. And so he was unprepared for a homily, at least for a homily that would pertain to our, our readings of that day. And what happened was when he saw those children sit at his feet, he was able to do a spontaneous homily inspired by the children. <laughs> and I've played off the children a number of times, too, in, in homilies. You know, they're great. So, so just the presence of those children, as Jesus Christ says, let them come unto me because they have that innocence. They have that openness, that eagerness. They're responsive to God as we're all supposed to be. But what happens when we become adults? Yeah, we get all kinds of all kinds of habits and sins and weaknesses and makes us not as responsive to God as we, as we should or as we were when we were a child. So the, the priest was able to literally do a homily on the spot based on the inspiration of the children. So I thought that was a, a great testimony. Our children go in procession. They, as we mentioned, they reverence the icons. They sing, they hear, and they taste something, they touch something, they see something, they smell something. And then, of course, when they're still pretty young, the boys, just like your son, they want to become altar boys. <laughs> it's, yes. it's like the boys club up there at the altar. The guys, they all want to be up there at that altar. You know, some, sometimes... It's it easy to get out of the house in the morning. Oh, you know, is it? 
encouragement oh. to be oh, on yeah? time. Because oh, if, okay, if you're not a little early to be able to get dressed, then <laughs> you can't alter. So you're uh, excellent. And the funny part is that when they come into the sacristy, there's always the big a war or problem, sort of a tug of war over vestments. Because, see, the boys grow, they change from week to week in their height. <laughs> <laughs> and true. the vestment that fit them last week does not fit them the next week, <laughs> but it fit the other guy. Wait a minute, that was mine. That fit me. Well, now this one doesn't fit me anymore, so I got to use yours. And I, okay. <laughs> it's always kind of fun. I call it the liturgical locker room. <laughs> but they eventually get what they can get on there. Sometimes they look kind of ragtag, you know, but but they get it, and and they're very proud to serve up there. And I'm very proud to have them. Sometimes I have a gosh, I've had up to a dozen altar boys at that altar. Sometimes that they they love they love that rite of passage from the, the pew to the sanctuary with the priest. And and the, the big rite of passage, they, 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 I noticed the boys have a kind of a, they kind of have their own pecking order they developed, you know. <laughs> and the ones that are the senior guys, uh, they handle the incense. And the younger ones just long to become an incense uh, guard there. Get, that's like a rite of passage. When you do incense, man, you, you come of age up there in the sanctuary. Otherwise, you just got to hold a candle or, or a an icon or a cross. I mean, it's okay, it's okay but they want that incense because that's that's the rite of passage. <laughs> so there's all this stuff going on up there. But the point is, is that as you, it's just you're saying it. You know, they're they're involved. They're eager to come to church because they can throw themselves into that liturgy, into the sense of service, into being next to the priest, being able to immerse themselves through their whole being, all their senses in the church. It's, it's, the liturgy is very, very adaptable to that. It, it has a lot of interior dynamism to it that I think once we uncover that and we realize that and kind of let that flower, let that fly, I think it's, it's a great way, it will be a key way of integrating our children into the liturgy, into this whole Jesus Christ thing, this whole church thing from early on and hopefully It'll stay with them. And I appreciate the gift of your children at our church, especially as now they're starting to serve. And thank you again, Stephanie, for being here and for your book, all that you do for our parish and for me personally. Again, Stephanie Potts, her book is On My Way, A Love Letter from Your New Baby. I want to thank you for listening. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Listeners to Catholic Radio, I think, benefit most, at least initially, from what I call remedial catechesis. What Catholic Radio does is it uh, becomes an echo chamber for the teaching authority of the Catholic Church. And what we're doing is teaching many things which uh, have been neglected over the last 40, 50 years. If you listen to Catholic Radio, you know what the Catholic Church teaches. Al Cresta thinks Catholic Radio is important. So should you. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the light of the East. To learn more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue Light of the East with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount will be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East, 14610 Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. That's Light of the East, 14610 Wilcook Road, spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. Or donate online on the homepage of ByzantineCatholic.com. From the Light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God grant you many happy years. Oh!